Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Hey guys, it's Jules, the author of The Making of a Woman. This is my second time being on Seductively Speaking with Kyle and Lily. I just can't get enough of these two. So I told them this time I wanted to do something special for them and their listeners. As I mentioned in this episode, I'm extremely liberated and a bit of an expeditionist. (laughs) I have an active OnlyFans page, and I'd love to give you a sneak peek into my sexy little sanctuary. All you need to do is sign up and send me a DM, letting me know that Kyle and Lily sent you. I'll be more than happy to send you a complimentary video just for you, their listeners. You can find me at www.onlyfans.com backslash modern sexy fitness girl. I look forward to talking with you. Hi, this is Lily Cannon, and I want to tell you about a series of delightfully naughty and fun stories I just finished narrating. For the last several months, it has been my privilege to read several stories for a fantastic author named Lacey Cross. Her work can be found on Amazon, so be sure to follow the link in the podcast description. I recently finished reading another story in this popular series called Nurse for the Night that should be available on Audible soon. Now that the series is finished, Lacey is putting them together as a box set called When Couples Play, a fantasy fulfillment series. Look for it to come out soon on Audible and Kindle. Hey everyone, this is Kyle Cannon. And Lily Cannon. And we are really excited to bring back one of our favorite guests from the last couple of months. Um, Her name is Jules. And if you did not listen to our previous episode with her, you're missing out on a lot because we're just going to jump right in. <laughs> um, but but for those who are a little slow on it, Jules, can you give us a little background about your, you and um, definitely talk a little bit about your book? Ah, the memoir. Yes. Um, the Making of a Woman. That is the title of it. And it was something that has been in the making, I think, for many years. And, and then things just lined up. And um, the, the memoir is, is exactly that from beginning until, you know, um, pretty close to current. And it's, it's, you know, my life of growing up in the Midwest in uh, very much in the throes of alcoholism, both my family and myself. 
um, the, yeah, of course, I shouldn't say of course, but of course the, the toxic parenting and the sexual abuse and all the things that usually go right along with all of that um, and how the journey went and how as a very, very young adult, um, ninth grade, 14 years old, I dropped out and pretty much plunged into adulthood. And, uh, and, and so I share with, in the book about some of those, we'll say adventures, mm -hmm. but ultimately how I get sober at age 35 and how it is like being dropped on planet sober. I know no <laughs> rules. I don't even know how I should be talking about things. So it was literally the reset button. And so, and, and the book is, you know, it's not chronological. It's, it's, it's relating through the emotions that, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, um, that I endured going through that journey on that journey. And so it's, um, it's definitely of that language of the heart. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's a very, you know, heartfelt. Um, there's a lot of anger as you read it. There's, there's a lot of happiness when you read it. It's just the whole gamut. So, I so it's been, it's been doing well. I, I think that's the cool thing about it. And you've mentioned the word journey several times that, yeah. It, it's it's a it's not written as with beginning and end it's the you know and just from talking to you we got the impression that it was about overcoming and and constantly moving your life forward no matter what is that yes. a fair assessment absolutely yes to, to can continue um and the courage it takes to just keep putting your foot one foot in front of the other even when you don't feel secure in doing so right yeah, yeah, it's so inspirational and it's so amazing. And and one thing that I am so inspired by your story and and I really want to um, uh, follow <laughs> is um, your your workout journey and, and uh, your health journey and like all those amazing things that you've done as um, as an adult. And so you know, as as somebody who never says her age, like I don't think I've ever. I, I just always say I'm old enough. Oh, wait, are you going to come out? Are you going to break your, your age this, virginity no. on the radio? With me as your guest, I think it would be a beautiful, <laughs> yes. Hey, I think, you know, Jules came out about some stuff on our I last episode. I think now. you should share your age. Just okay. do it. All right, fine, listeners. Um, I'm hey. 39 years old. Yes, <laughs> so. yes, yes. <laughs> You, you are? I am. I had no idea. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I was like, so, who is this woman? <laughs> yeah, I know. And so, you know, this, this whole idea of like, as soon as you hit 40, you're, you're apparently ancient and the, you can't, <laughs> you can't be sexual and you can't have gray as, hair and like all these as things. As a guy, I just find that so ridiculous. And when I hear guys talking about that, the word that comes to mind immediately is, oh my God, what a douche. <laughs> <laughs> like society standards, right? And so, um, yeah, you you are inspiring and empowering to me because I, I feel like I, I want to be that same strong woman and like do the workout thing and, <laughs> and for my own like empowerment and health and all the things. So you know, it was a lot of unlearning what everybody else was telling me I needed to do, mm. you know, and I think getting sober, I didn't have that opportunity of doing it like in a, a posh, you know, recovery center or, <laughs> I mean, they're like, all right, girl, you're, you're done with drinking. And yeah. I would suggest not hanging out with that person. And, and the, you know, it's like, this is the deal. And so I got to recreate according to me, 
like that authentic self. It, I, you know, I wasn't circled around people who were still doing what I used to do. So I didn't have any of that input, which I now realize was a total blessing because mm-hmm. I'm not influenced by, you know, what I should be doing mm-hmm. at this age or as this gender or so it was a blessing. I didn't have to deal with all that outside stuff. So if I remember right, you sobered up and then you got into bodybuilding and that was a pretty fast transition. And um, you, you kind of, I mean, and it's amazing when you think, I, I'm recalling the things you were talking about in our last episode, just how, how impressive it is that you went from um, that to sober to bodybuilding. And I'm going to, I'm going to make this comment. I wish we were doing more video or Mm. video with this. Uh, Um, I mean, your, your picture, first of all, your picture on the website is stunning, but I, I mean, can you tell us quick, how, how did you do that? This is kind of what Lily was getting at. (laughs) How did I do that? Um, (laughs) You know, it was when I remember when I saying I like, when I turned 40, I was like, this is it. Cause you know, I've moved mountains yeah. from 35 to 40 yeah. and I'm thinking, you know what I am, I just body thing. I still am just not happy with it. Mm-hmm. And if you recall, I just wanted to get the cellulite off my thighs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I think it was like that level of desperation was, was my fuel. Right. And everything they taught me in recovery was like, you, you, you know, what you want, you focus on. Well, mm-hmm. I have laser focus anyway. And I was desperate to change that that pain, that insecurity, that awful feeling I had about myself. And so when I plunged, I mean, I plunge in, I lock in and, and I just stuck with it because I desperately wanted to see that change. And then little did I know, like, you know, then, you know, competitions came and uh, things that I didn't even have on the scope. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't even realize it was happening because I just wanted to change the way it looked. So I I get the impression that you just did it. And you yeah. didn't, you didn't whine or cry about, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, we've say, we say this to some of our friends about just, you know, stop talking to us about what you want to do, just do it. Yeah. And I think too, like as an alcoholic, we are notorious for telling you fantastic um, intentions, mm. right? Like, yeah. oh, I, I, oh my God, I'm going to get this job or, oh my God, I'm going to leave this relationship. Or, I'm going to, going to, going to, right? And so we are taught in recovery is like, you know, the action, you have to put action behind things. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that I do not throw out to the world um, as a warning or anything. It's like, it, this, this is what I'm going to do. And, and ultimately, like, like you were saying, it's like, you know, the, the influences of other people, I have a girl I just spoke with um, this evening or this morning. In fact, she was like, you know what? I didn't tell anybody I was going to do a show. She's like, I just didn't want to hear their input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I shouldn't be doing this at this age. Oh, you're getting too skinny. It's kind of like, that is such a brilliant idea mm-hmm. because this is between me. Everybody's got a contract between you and God. Yeah. Like, are you and your maker? Really? That's where it is. That's, that's right. where it's at. So, so yeah, I just, uh, I didn't, I wasn't taking any influence because I didn't have any anybody outside of the rooms of recovery <laughs> and they didn't want to hear my shit so yeah. did you work the steps no did you work this out okay then we're not going to talk about this it's like all right I guess I'm just going to keep doing this <laughs> that's that's so amazing and and so to 
kind of go back to what we talked about last time. Um, are you comfortable telling us about your OnlyFans? I, yes, 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 yes. Because it is such a question for so many people. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the journey I've been on has really been, as, as I've spoken, like I'm unlearning a lot of what society placed upon me. And I've really put my work and effort into finding what's true to me. You know, we throw around the word authenticity, but that's really what it is. And I find that connection with who I am and what, what, what's my purpose here. There's, for me, I'm finding that I am the one that's going to be breaking down these molds, mm. you know, these boxes that people put, put us in. And unfortunately, when you put somebody in a box, you limit them. I limit myself. I mean, it's, yep. and it's a terrible place to be. I hate yep. the box. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, as I'm, as you know, I'm, un, you know, unfolding and really realizing, you know, as a feminine woman, how much I have to offer the world, right? As a woman, I'm very loving. I'm, I'm compassionate. I've got so many things the world needs, if, if I may put it out there. Yeah. And, um, you know, and to be able to stand strong in that for others, you know, but then what I'm finding is that this sexual liberation is also taking, taking place, you know, and so, you know, my book speaks of it, you know, about, you know, my, even my first girlfriend, you know, that I came out with and, you know, then how she was in the process of transitioning, you know, I've, I've been in this, you know, the diversities of sexuality firsthand. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it's really given me the ability to hold space for people because I love them, right? This is my girlfriend. Of course, I'm going to support you. I have no idea what we're doing, but of course I'm there hundred percent, right? That's what partners do, right. Yeah. right? And so, and so I think what's happened then now is like, I've also given myself that as well. And in my relationship with my husband, because he's the most amazing man I've ever met, because I've met a lot of men along this journey and I've met a lot of crappy men around this along this yeah. journey. and so this man that I have that I get to call my husband is like this amazing source of like power and support and so I get to share things that I want to do but I'm really afraid so mm -hmm. if you think of something like along lines of, of only fans what's the biggest fear oh my god what are people going to think about me <laughs> yeah right? Okay. Who cares? So to be fair, that's what my whole life was. Mm. What if I am not the chameleon you need me to be? What are you going to think mm. of me? Right? Back then, that, that could possibly lose me my home, my phone, my car. I mean, it had, it had um, great, uh, um, it had, it, there could have been a lot of um, bad outcomes. Yeah. So you know, and, and when my husband and I actually talked about this, um, it was right when we got down in that lockdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we had just moved from this beautiful home in the suburbs because I was so desperate to get back to the city. And so now we're cramped into this like 1400 square foot apartment downtown right? Yeah. The chaos, we had the, you know, the, the, the Black Lives Matter. I mean, it's just, we're right in the midst of all of this. And 
and we can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. And so my husband and I are already, you know, we're liberal in this area and we mm-hmm. love to talk with other people who are open-minded and very much exploring. And, and so we did pictures and, you know, some videos. And I think that we did that already. Yeah. And then we heard about OnlyFans and we were like, oh, you know, like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is risky, you know, but then on the other side, I'm thinking, but this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like this is, I mean, this is going to empower so many women. Mm-hmm. And, and if you look through the, you know, the feeders, the websites that they advertise on, that we advertise on to get into, you know, to find our place in OnlyFans, you literally see all of the different types of women, all yeah. the different shapes, all the different colors, all the different kinks, all the everything from what they do, from what they like. It's just like, it's mind blowing to actually see all of it, right? And there's great appreciation for that diversity. And I I think that's a great description of OnlyFans. That's really fantastic that it's such a diverse place instead of going to one of the the porn sites that has a very specific look and there's one type of woman or there's one type of man and Mm -hmm. that, you know, there's, there's maybe specific kinks and things that you can find if you search for it, but OnlyFans is such a diverse group of people. And I love that. And OnlyFans is primarily amateur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, you know, like porn, por- porn is, is we we can sit down and w- we can predict what's going to happen next. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you the four <laughs> angles. I can tell you she's going to move here to there to there. I mean, it's, 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 that's how they do that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. There's none of that emotional energies there. It's just very much the physical visual. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it's, it's focused primarily towards men who enjoy that right men are very focused are very um you know visual it it that's what this is yeah but when you shift into only fans what you're seeing now is everything from you know girls showing their feet in their yeah. bedroom yeah, yeah. The, you know, and, and, and it's they're amateurs and you can talk with me you know you can we can make um custom videos you know it, and the thing is, is OnlyFans is regulated. There's certain words, for instance, I cannot type out the word meat, M-E-E-T. It won't allow me to send the message. Oh, You okay. know, um, gangbang, that's another word that, that yeah. you cannot write out on there. So in, in recently, I think it was like, was it earlier or maybe even last year, um, you know, they got red flagged. And, and so there is so much more that's added to the verification process. Right. I mean, we literally have to show our driver's license and the consent form in a picture with our mm-hmm. face. Yeah. I mean, so it's more legit than ever. It's it's it. So it kind of makes you unlearn that shadiness. Yeah. That you would think would go on with porn. Yeah, I think. Kyle and I are thrilled to have our podcast picked up by Full Swap Radio your one-stop internet radio station for all things dealing with adult alternative lifestyles and sex-positive shows. They have programs for education and entertainment on such topics as erotica, swingers, polyamory, and they are all-inclusive. Hey everyone, it's Kyle and Lily with an important message to all of our listeners. If you've been listening to us for a long time or reading Kyle's books, we hope you have heard the message we stress – 
It's the importance of communication and a sex-positive lifestyle. One of the key components of that lifestyle is consent. Remember, no means no. Part of work. That's a that's a great description of it, and I, I'm not sure we've even talked about OnlyFans in that deep of a context. We had, um, I think it was two people that we interviewed who had started OnlyFans sites, and that was probably a year or two ago. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been, but we haven't ever talked to anyone no, about no. it in this this context before. And so. it's it's funny we've actually had um, people who follow had suggested we start an OnlyFans yeah. site. Um, but that's video I know I know know that's your strong suit guys we're not quite there yet well yeah the hard part is the uh anonymity that we need to make so if we could do things with masks would be great yeah maybe maybe that could be our kink there are people exactly there are people who do that definitely yeah well that's that's amazing um so are you are you getting a lot of follows and is it going well I right now am um, rated at the top 1.1%. Wow. Woo. And yes, right. My thoughts exactly. Again, like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Um, you know, we, we, we started it in the beginning when COVID happened and then the book started. And so then I shut it, shut it down. It's like, all right, that was a hobby, you know, but then I realized I started to hear about how much people are making financially by mm. doing this. And, and so I, you know, I tapped into that because one of the things that I've always struggled with, even though it's not the reality, I've always struggled with financial security. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. have, even if the money's in the bank, I've always, it's always like, yeah, but that's not enough or yeah, but that will be spent quickly or, you know, it was oh, always yeah. like a little, you know, it was pending always. Mm-hmm. And so when my husband and I talked about this again, I was like, if we're going to do this, a, I'm going to have hundred percent of the reins. Yeah. I'm going to make, I'm going to make my own arrangements. I'm going to decide who, um, I, you know, everything I'm going to be, I'm going to be the owner of the company. Mm. And, um, with the book, ultimately we've made a, a, an LLC Yeah. and now this falls under it. Right. And so, um, and, and, and I told them, I'm like, and so you will be my COO, And so you're going to work with the marketing aspect of it. We're going to learn there's different phases you go through in OnlyFans um, with the with the marketing strategy. Right. Um, So he works real well in that area. Um, But, you know, it's I'm doing well, I think, because a I am past the normal age. Yeah. which makes me like a hot commodity. Yeah. <laughs> um, MILFs are in, baby. Um, <laughs> I've heard that. So I have, yes. I, I have joked with Lily about it because she doesn't look MILF, but I mean, she gets that. And we actually just put, she, she's done a lot of modeling mainly for me, but we just put mm-hmm. a calendar together of some artistic nudes and boudoir. Awesome. Um, photos and I know that when we put it out there she wasn't expecting it to sell yeah and it's just gone gone like crazy and I you know something you were talking about the the difference between porn and and amateur I -hmm. guess is there's a there's a feeling of reality of realness and genuineness to it and that's been the feedback that I've gotten on the the calendars is people love real a real person yeah yeah Yeah. and I think that's why OnlyFans has done so well as a thing is that it it is real and it's 
it's genuine um, people who are are producing these things in an amateur way, but it, it looks and feels and just feels so genuine. And you mm-hmm. feel like you can get to know someone through. And I think through that a lack of fear of exploring their sexual needs in sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know, like, like I was saying, like on OnlyFans, if you're one of my subscribers, you literally can send me a message. Yeah. Like you cannot do that on Pornhub. Right. You know, you can, I guess you could try. I don't know, but it's like, who are you going to actually talk to? I mean, the the chances of you actually talking to the content creator on OnlyFans is pretty high. Right. Right. Um, And and I think that's it as well. I, I love that part because I think, and I'm not dog and porn at all. I'm not. It just doesn't, it doesn't work for me very well. <laughs> Except if it's like a desperate situation, but you know, we don't even need to go there. <laughs> but you know, I think what it's about is like you know when you when you watch, like for instance, one of my videos, you like we we're saying there's there's no there's no perfectness. It's like you're gonna see my bright red face, you're gonna see the bruise on my leg. You know, it's all of that makes me very real. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, it's like you get to feel, you get to like, you, you hear my, you hear me. It's, it's, it's not, it's not scripted out. Mm -hmm. Right. So you'll, you'll hear me like, we'll do something silly and and me and my lover will giggle about it. And I'll be like, Mm -hmm. oh shit, that wasn't what I intended. So you (laughs) you get to know me as well. And I think this is what, this is what we need this is what we need. We need to see normal people having kinky fucking sex and, and just <laughs> totally enjoying themselves. And there's no harm. Right. There's and, no harm. And, and having have fun see. with it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because Finally. The, Finally. The, the idea of, you know, porn sex is, is such a, a scripted sort of thing. And, and yeah. if, you know, young people get this idea in their heads that that's the way it's always supposed to look, then it, <laughs> that that's a very skewed view of what sex right. actually looks like in real life. <laughs> yes, and, exactly. And your role in it, and like, what is your <laughs> role, you know, in in that whatever whatever type of sex that you're having? If mm-hmm. if you know you're into kinks or or multiples or whatever it is, then um, you have this certain perspective of what it's supposed to look like, and that's that's unhealthy. It's unhealthy for our society to think that that's, you know, porn is the only way that sex should look. Because <laughs> if you think also with porn, like we said, it's very typical. It's very male dominated. Mm-hmm. It's a woman submissive, you know, and, and some of the things I see on there, I would die if a man ever smacked me in the face, no matter how like sexually drunk I was mm-hmm. slap a woman in the face. It's like, yeah. Okay. They, you've got, you know, at least in OnlyFans, we get to see a, like a lot of different ways to have this kind of sex. Yeah. It's it's not just through, you know, a couple people's eyes. And, and that, I think that's what I, I like about it. So when I do meet different creators, um, because that is usually a question too. People be like, well, where do you find your lovers? Yeah. And, um, you know, we, I think as anybody, we started in various, um, 
you know, just in the lifestyle, mm -hmm. you know, it's always kind of hard to like throw out the idea like, hey, what do you think if we pop up a camera? You know, most people are out the door. So that wasn't a good, right. a good way to approach it. We're like, we came back to the drawing table. We're like, all right, got to figure out something else, yeah. you know? And, and so, you know, we've gotten to the point now where it's, we primarily create with other creators. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, it's really quite amazing because just like the swinging community it's like you know you all are getting together because we know what the we know what the overall goal is right mm -hmm. okay well doing what I do is like like that on fire like oh, yeah. like I'm gonna meet you at two o'clock okay here's some paperwork la, la 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 I mean you know you're gonna get you're gonna get on it it's it's just gonna happen right. you know so it also takes out a lot of that weirdness but as a woman it's it's extremely empowering, you know, Lily, you talked about the calendar, mm -hmm. right? And, and your, your predeceased thoughts were like, okay, we're going to put this calendar out here. And you were surprised at the response you got. Yeah, definitely. How did that affect you internally? Oh, I, I think it's, it's definitely given me so much more confidence in just who I am as, as a woman, like that, uh, we've always gotten good feedback because I'm on several of the book covers of Kyle's and, mm. you know, we've always gotten nice feedback, but um, to have this thing out there with some of these photos that have been taken throughout the years and some of the bourgeois things and a um, couple of couple shoots and a couple of couple shoots. And so that has definitely. Um, and, and the thing, as you're talking, I'm thinking that I, I love what you were saying about having fun during it because mm -hmm. Like the, one of the, the couple shoots that we did where you were with the, the male model. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a lot there, there, there were, okay, we need to do this, this shot and this set, but then there was a lot of giggling going on <laughs> during sex. And it's like, that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of fun to it. So to, to know that other people have appreciated those photos and, and um, have purchased them so they can have them wherever you know wherever they put them up that's that's a really it's an ego boosting kind of thing yeah. and i i love that um so you talk about your husband being involved as well so is he somebody who is running a camera or is he in some of it with you or how does he run only fans with you he is my cameraman Okay. <laughs> and if you remember, he is my IT guru. So yeah. this is his wheelhouse. I mean, like the gadgets and the lights and the, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He just, the, the, the guys, you know, will sit in, I mean, they're just in heaven about the whole thing. And I'm so grateful <laughs> that he enjoys it because it's the furthest from my interest. <laughs> um, yeah. So there has been times, um, I think maybe only two times, um, and again, because the the scene is so organic mm -hmm. that I mean, when when I'm you know when I'm having sex with with one person and and I call it sex drunk, I'm totally not drunk, but because I'm so like just you you know euphoric, I guess. Yeah, I, know, well, I think be, a lot of people could relate to that, that okay, description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is like you know I just get this like, I'm super sex drunk, and then I'll be like you. I need that cock, 
you know, and so he'll come over <laughs> and I'll, I'll be, so then I get to kind of toy a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. with, you know, him being a cuck, a cuckold and, you know, kind of play and, and joke about, you know, the size difference or, you know, put them both in my hands or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and he has um, gotten into a couple of the videos, but ultimately we, we have to, um, we just have to um, really disguise him. And it's not something we do often, but sometimes I just cannot resist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just don't stand so close then. You know, <laughs> like, come on, that's not fair. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I love that that you have that with someone else and that, you know, Kyle and I experience that too, because we do this podcast and we do our, our um the lingerie videos that that I um we, oh my god I review lingerie and we do the the videos for ASN magazine and some other different things and he's always you know the one behind the camera and I'm just more comfortable behind the camera and <laughs> pretty safe back there isn't yeah. it, <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> yeah he doesn't have to you know put the the makeup on and, and not- wear and wear the stuff and you know Oh, but come on. It's not always easy when I have you in front of the camera and I'm supposed to be taking the shot or you and somebody else. And I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) What is wrong with this picture that I'm taking? (laughs) But I, I, I love that. I love when couples are involved and in, in their work together. I think that is amazing and really a special thing. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, just because like, you know, like after, you know, being in the, in the lifestyle, you know, usually after you have sex with that couple, you go home and you have sex that's like 10 times more intense, right? Yes. 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 That that's the same as it is here. I mean, and, and there's been a time where I'm like, listen, baby, I'm tired. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have been, this is a J-O-B still, you know, it's like, I, I can I just can I just have the, the rest of the night off? <laughs> you know, so we there's some learning curves, right? Yeah. There's some learning curves there um, that that we had to find some uh, a mutual a mutual compromise. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, and and I, I I think we feel that as well. We always say that you know wherever we end up at the end of the night, it's always together, right? Yeah. So it's always with each mm-hmm. other and in whatever capacity that is and whatever yes. we're feeling, you know we always end the yeah. night together. So, well, and after, after, after the photo shoots, mm-hmm. um, and I actually stayed clothed, especially for the first one <laughs> that we did with the male model, but okay. afterwards it was, you know, it was okay. Time to go again. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. That we had to end that together. So I think that's, <laughs> again, that's such a special thing, but, um, we're going to try to wrap some things up here. So, um, if the listeners had not heard the first podcast, they definitely need to go back. But um, can you tell us the name of your book again and where people can find you? Yes, uh, The Making of a Woman. And it's right on the website, themakingofawoman.com. Mm-hmm. We'll have all of that um, in the links in the description for the uh, episode when we air it. So Excellent. that'll all be out there. Um, I, I should, do you want us to have your only fans? Uh, I do. Okay. <laughs> this, this is where it all started. I'm saying it's, we have to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. We would be honored. We would yes. absolutely be honored okay. to put that up for sure. So it's, it's at, and this is all one word, modern, sexy, fit, pardon me, fitness girl. So it's modern, sexy, 
fitness girl, all one word. All girl. We will get it on there I for like, sure. Yeah. I like that a lot. Well, <laughs> Jules, you are for sure somebody that I have just loved. I, I'm so glad that we we were able to meet you and touch base with you. And you are somebody that's definitely an inspiration to me as a woman. And um you I make a smile. Yes. Yeah. I I am definitely um inspired and in awe of you. Um Fantastic. so I definitely appreciate you coming on and coming back and talking to us again and, and honoring us with your presence again. So thank Absolutely. you so much. And thank you. Thank you for this platform. You know, cause once it's like, I, I have all this experience and then it's like, oh my gosh, I, I have to help other people. Can I share this with my <laughs> girlfriends? Right. So yes. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you guys have this. Thank you. Anytime. That's what Anytime. we hope our podcast does that it gets voices out there and that yeah. we can allow independent authors and other people to have this platform. So thank you so much. You are very welcome guys. Thank you. Speak seductively.